Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming today from the KNVBC studios at the North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today. And what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. If you're just joining us, we are studying in the epistle of James. James, who was the half-brother of our Lord, he also is the pastor of the church in Jerusalem. He is writing this general epistle, and it's called general because he's writing it to uh, not just a church, not just an individual like many of the New Testament letters, but he's writing it to Jewish believers that are scattered abroad. In verse number one of chapter one, he describes that. And he says, to the 12 tribes, those are Jewish believers, which are uh, scattered abroad. And we went through chapter number one, and we just finished it, in fact, last broadcast. Now, if you've missed that, if for some reason you haven't caught it, or maybe you've just missed one or two, you can find Striving for Revival via podcast wherever you get your podcast. If you'll just go to wherever you get your podcast and search for Striving for Revival, it'll pop up there, and you can listen to all of these broadcasts uh, in archive format, and they're there, and you can listen to them over and over again if you like, and take notes, and use them as you study through these books of the Bible. We've gone up, uh, I think we've gone through Galatians now into James, so we've got many books of the Bible under our belt. We're just going to keep going, but today we're going to venture into chapter number two. In chapter number one, of course, James gives his introduction, but it's very short. He gets right to preaching right away, and he lays his finger on diverse testings and trials and temptations in the Christian life, and it gives us some practical application on how to uh, understand those, how to weather those, and uh, it charges us not to just hear the Word of God, but to heed and do the Word of God, to let the Word of God permeate us so that it comes out into the way we live our life, our practice, our philosophy, etc., etc. Now we're in verse uh, number one of chapter two, and James is going to hit on several topics. Now, the writer's going to deal with different themes. They're very practical, and uh, the first theme will be about giving preferential treatment to certain kinds of people. One of the great things, there's many great things, but one of the great things about church is everybody is on equal footing, and there is no class system in church. There is no hierarchy in church. There is no, I prefer this over a prefer that uh, when it comes to people in the church. There's no second class church members and then uh, first class church members. Everyone is just a born again child of God, a member of the church. And you say, well, I'm, I'm, I'm like a little toe and he's like the, uh, uh, he's like the uh, the brain of the thing. Well, the Bible talks about that in the book of Corinthians. All of these members are necessary, and all of them fit perfectly in their place. But James is going to touch on this thought at the outset. Now, I said this in a previous broadcast. I don't know, but apparently these early churches must have had problems with trial and temptation. They must have trouble with um, different uh, uh, testings in life. They must have had trouble uh, with wrath and temper and lust, just like people do today, because James hits on that. But obviously, they also had this issue of 
preferring certain people over others. Now, that could have come from their background of Phariseeism, being raised in Judaism, where they had that class of priests and uh, scribes and etc. that were uh, uh, seen as above the people. And maybe they had a hard time discarding that philosophy, that cultural uh, trend that had been instilled in them just from being brought up in that religion. But James will deal with that. So let's look at it here in verse number one. My brethren, have not the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ with the Lord of glory with respect of persons. So here it is. He say, now, 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 brothers, don't you uh, look at people and uh, judge them by their clothing or judge them by their academia or judge them by their title and esteem one better than the other. Don't do that. And that's what he's saying. He's, he's confronting this problem. He it's his respect of persons. That means don't give any partiality. Don't give a preference to one based upon his class or status rather than basing it on his character. You know what ought to be esteemed in the house of God? Holiness, not uh, not your not your pocketbook. What ought to be esteemed in the house of God is uh, a character and not your title. What ought to be esteemed in the house of God is testimony and not how much money you can put in the offering plate or the uh, designer's name on the clothing that you're wearing. So James is sort of coming out of the gate and rebuking a little bit his brethren because they have this discriminatory attitude. They held to the faith of Christ, but they were still discriminatory in the church. Now, can I say that's very anti-Christ to be discriminatory. If anybody showed us that he was not discriminatory, it was the Lord Jesus Christ. Can you imagine? Jesus died for sinners. Jesus took in someone like me, and Jesus took in someone like you. Then how can I, as a sinner who's been received by a sinless Savior, how can I stand here and cast judgment on another and say, you know what, they're not welcome here. We don't want them here. Uh, or I'll, I'll let this person have the front pew. You have to go sit in the back pew. I'm glad God didn't do me that way. Aren't you glad God didn't do you that way? I don't want to bust your bubble, but I kind of do. Hey, you didn't deserve heaven, and I don't deserve heaven either. But the grace of God, the mercy of God, the love of God, the compassion of God, that's what we're talking about here. When it comes to different people, if somebody comes in your church, well, let me just read the scripture. Verse 2, for if there come unto your assembly a man with a gold ring in goodly apparel, and there come in also a poor man in vile raiment. And ye have respect to him that weareth the gay clothing, that means the nice clothing, and say unto him, Sit thou here in a good place, and say to the poor, Stand thou there, or sit here under my footstool. Are ye not then partial in yourselves, and are become your judges of evil thoughts? So James is writing to Jewish believers, all right, in this time of what we call the diaspora, they're dispersed. So many of these early assemblies were very, like I said, very Jewish in nature. In fact, some of them even met in the synagogues. So they were used to this esteeming the position over the person or esteeming a title uh, over an individual, and they were used to that. It was ingrained in them. So James gives them this illustration. He said, now, if a man comes in wearing a gold ring or this gay apparel, and by the way, that word just means uh, means nice apparel, and it's amazing how the world can take a perfectly good word and turn it into something so sinful and wicked, but the gay apparel. And so he, he comes in wearing these this garment that would draw attention to himself. It's obviously he's affluent. It's visible in what he's wearing, and then another man comes in. 
And it's very obvious this man is poor. This man does not have the finances. This man does not have the culture. This man does not have, no doubt, the education. No doubt, this man uh, probably does not have the uh, standing that the other man has. He can't benefit the church as far as giving you popularity or giving you prestige, and he might not pad the offering plate. So this man walks in, and he's just wearing rags. In fact, the Bible said it's vile raiment. No doubt it's covered in filth and refuse and mud and dirt and everything else out there uh, from this man living, I think, about the homeless people that we live around here in California. They're everywhere. It's a sad thing. That's what liberals will do to a perfectly good place. They destroy it. A liberal never builds anything. He destroys what somebody else has built. But anyway, you think about what they look like. That's how I see it in my mind. If somebody like that comes in the church house and one is obviously affluent, the other one's obviously poor. And James says, if you refer, if you, you give that <clears throat> good seat to that rich man and tell that poor fellow to go stand out yonder somewhere, go stand over there, he said, that's just wicked. That's what it is, is you become judges of evil thoughts. He said, you say, stand down in a good place and make the other guy sit in your foot, uh, be your footstool. I mean, put him under the footstool. It's, a, it's like a metaphor for saying he's in the least desirable place in the church. He said, are, not, are you not then partial in yourselves and become judges of evil thoughts? That word translated partial, it means you have a discriminatory attitude. You're, you're looking at these things with partiality. His reference to judges of evil thoughts has the idea of judges with evil intentions. So the point is that in an evil and unjust way, we're sitting in judgment over other people because we're judging what we can see. We're judging by the outward appearance. We're judging by their clothing. The only criteria of their judgment was the disparity in the wealth or what they supposed was wealth between the rich man or the man in the good clothing and the man in the bad clothing. Now, can I say, here's the application. Your church, my church, ought not fall victim to that carnal, fleshly, worldly, and sinful behavior of esteeming one above another based on their portfolio based on their street address based on their job title based on their outward appearance but rather we should esteem others like the bible said others better than ourselves and if a man comes in with tattered clothing or if a man comes in with a nice suit they should both be greeted as honored guests and we should love on them and say i'm glad you're in church so james is dealing with that and i know your church isn't like that and ours isn't either but let's pray that we don't fall into that trap of having respect of persons being a, a, a little bit uh, discriminatory in the way we treat people. Until next time, pray for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.